Good afternoon, everyone. You're all very welcome here to Dr. Daly Park in Tulla. It's Munster Championship action back in Dr. Daly Park since the 1970s. But this time, it's the local team of Tulla who are involved <coughs> in a Munster Junior Club Championship Camogie semi-final against the visitors Adair of Limerick. Tulla in their traditional Claret and Gold jerseys. And we have the black and red of LAUCC jerseys here for Adair of Limerick. I'm joined in co-commentary, as always, by uh, Pat McNamara. We will be joined later on by journalist uh, Derek Dormer. Uh, Pat, for the Arroth, Arish. Leo, a decent show. Great game to look forward to, we hope. Uh, big day for Tullow, of course, in their home patch, first of all. Uh, as intermediate, I suppose, losers in Clare after a replay. A very unfortunate losers the first day. Or to draw the first day, I should say, probably could have won it. But anyway, to pick up after that heavy enough defeat by Clarkas Bellier is a tough one. Um, but uh, obviously they are here in full strength and you know the strength they have with Sophia Callaghan, Cuiva Costello and of course Ashton Connolly as well, the former Galvis there. So uh, that's a really, really just paints a picture of how tough it will be for, for Tulla. But look, in their home pitch here with their home support as well, we'll be give, hopefully giving them every chance. But hopefully Dean Dine is fit to play, there are some doubts, but uh, we'll, we'll only, I think, know whenever the team lines out and the ball is thrown in because there, nobody seems to be able to tell us what's going to happen with Dean. So we hope that injury has cleared up or is, is she, okay. She, she went up for the toss anyway, Pat, but that, 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 doesn't say, that doesn't say at all. We're going to give mm. the line out of both teams. First of all, starting <coughs> off with the host team of Tulla. In goals is Lorraine, Lorraine O'Loughlin, Amy McNamara, Lorna Power and Leah McInerney at the full back line. Gillian Ryan, Anya Dynan and Kira Goland is the half back line. Sally Quinlevin, Katie Clooney, Lorna Parker, Sinead Conlon, Orla Mulconry and Jennifer Nicholas is the half forward line. With Ava McInerney, Aoife Dooley and Bradeen Dynan named in the first 15. For Adair, as we said in the, in the black and red jerseys, in goals is Yvette Walsh, Emily Butler, Grace McNamara, Amy Mullins at the full back line, Hannah Sweeney, Sophia Callaghan, Marie Butler, Sophia Callaghan at the half back line, Sophia Callaghan being the team captain, Kira Dunn and Laura Ryan in the middle of the field, Poppy Giltonen, Quiva Costello and Carla Griffin the half forward line, with Annie Giltonen, Ashing Conley and Maeve Holland being the full forward line. And we say hello to all our fans, our, our listeners tuned in today, and we give a special welcome to the visitors from Adair in, in, in County Limerick. And we, all, we welcome all the visitors here and whoever is tuned in online here on Scarapay Community Radio today in association with Dale Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. And we're delighted to welcome Fahan Supply and Tulla as our mess sponsor here today. And, you know, say hello to Sheila and all the staff up there in the main street in Tulla. For any supplies needed, I tell you, Sheila is the person to go to. And if she doesn't have it, she'll get it for you. And, Pat, we all know what a service that Fahan Supply give to East Clare. So no one far and wide, Leo, as a supply is probably the, the proper word. Everything you want, you get there and good service and good value and, and, and all those things. And vital to have those shops in, you know, the small, smaller rural towns and villages, I suppose, and uh, long may the success continue and we're very thankful for their sponsorship. And I see Ray Stewart back out, back out there, he was pheasant shooting during the week, so <laughs> good to see him back on, on, on the sideline here again today after his activities of the week. Involved with Matt Horton, Ray Stewart, uh, Declan Corden, Amy Bolton and Declan Corden and Pather Green, the management team. And look, I see Tony Dunn there, a, a member of the ATR <coughs> management team, or whatever horror that man was for the black and red in his time. So. A, a big challenge for, for Tulla, but Pat, looking back on Tulla, they have been the team of the year in the Camogie, you know, uh, I think a, a year, probably the team of the year in Tulla, you know, the intermediate team got to the final, this team was only expected to, they were doing, thinking if they could hold their intermediate status, they'd be doing well, they got to the intermediate final, lost out in a replay, didn't, you know, didn't just didn't do it themselves just as the second day, they have a chance here to atone, which, you know, 
a bonus game Munster Championship action and what a day here in Tulla and our Lord is looking down as the sun is shining and what a perfect venue for a perfect game yeah and that's one great thing because all over the country today I think the sun is shining it's one of those days in between in between broken weather when uh, you know things brightens up again and things look way better and the pitch has soaked a bit of the water you know, this Tulla pitch has been in great form recently not to mention of course yet again we have to mention the Fab facilities up here in the Noop Pavilion stand gym meeting room hall shop uh, cafeteria, everything is absolutely perfect. Beautiful view from here. You couldn't miss a, a bit on the pitch, even though we'll probably miss something as the game goes on. Um, but uh, as it, look, it was an up and down uh, season in intermediate and clear. Every team seems to be able to beat each other at different times. But Tulla really played, you know, as you say, they were one of the teams of the year in Tulla, from Tulla, certainly, because they probably did so well to be within a whisker of winning that clear intermediate final and go up to see the ranks, but lost out in, in, in uh, extra time. And in that replay, Castle Bellier simply probably were the team who picked up most. Um, tips on what needed to be done for the replay and uh, I were a bit flat that day but look what a great chance it is to really revamp them recharge the batteries and get the heads heads right again to you know, prepare for a Munster Club game like this against a top team from Limerick and uh, you know if Tullard aren't geared up for this one in their own patch you know you'll never gear them up so a great opportunity for them but as I said they're up against quality quality teams so we wish both sides well Leo very very close to the throwing now yeah and indeed uh, referee about to throw in the ball here and Tullard are going defending the goals uh, Breedine is back the way up to the Calcutta's <coughs> building so uh, Lorena Lachlan going many winning the goals and mining the goals here at the dressing room end here we're ready for Munster Championship action. I see Jennifer Nicholas has gone to the middle of the field with Sinead Connell. So Jane is already Sally Quinlevin gone. I see uh, Sally Quinlevin and, and Sophia Callahan uh, introducing themselves to one another. The game is about to turn in perfect conditions here in Dr. Daly Park. Referee checking to see everything is in view. And the Munster semi-final is on here. And the ball breaks out. That same player, Jennifer Nicholas, trying to get it up for, 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 uh, for Tuller here. We're staying right in the middle of the field when the ball breaks out to Quiva Costello. Costello gives it in. Here comes across to Dave McInerney who clears it out for Tuller. And the ball comes out. Out to Gillian Ryan. Gillian Ryan trying to get up for oh. Tuller. I thought it was an early chance of a free there for Tuller. But here's one of the ladies of, if not the lady of the Intermediate Championship. Gillian Ryan clears the ball up for Tuller. Locked down. Comes out to the wing back is Marie Butler. Marie Butler and a free in for Tulla uh, pushing it back there on uh, Orlemon Conroy and a free in an early chance and Bredeen not coming out Bredeen, but Pat looking at Bredeen you know there's no doubt bit late knee, left knee heavily bended yeah. there's no doubt her movement is going to be uh, compromised I mean it is low, and I suppose hopefully she's not taking a risk with herself because just talking to her mother there for a minute or for a few seconds before the game there the mother didn't know she was playing or not and her opinion was she probably shouldn't be but look we hope that knee holds up and we also hope she can play well because she's a really really fabulous forward and uh, Tully needs her so badly but Sinead Collin with his chance difficult chance enough and here comes Sinead is that the opening score of the game for Tully it is, yes, it it is, is yeah. the opening score. It's not, he's gone out to the left hand side. Oh, I thought it had kept inside the post. Yeah. And we must say hello and congratulations uh, to Dan Vaughan and his wife, Kriya, who uh, had their nuptials yesterday. We wish him many years of, of happy life ahead. Dan, of course, the Tulla Intermediate Hurling goalkeeper. And the ball is poked out there by Yvette Walsh over the far side of the field. The ball breaks out. He's over there. Katie Clune trying to get up for Tulla. It comes out to Nicholas. Nicholas has started well. The ball goes in over the top to Breedy and Dinan and Grace McNamara. Grace McNamara, Breedy and... Uh, she's well blocked down there by Katie Clune. A good challenge for Katie Clune. And the ball breaks out. If Sinead Conlon can pick this one. Sinead Conlon and her... 
Ashburton club mate from Ewell, Sophie O'Callaghan, and the ball is in around the Canoiga. Can Tulloch get an early score here, which would give them great confidence? O'Callaghan with the yellow helmet coming out for Tulloch. Can she tell you she has brought that a long way, but she gets the ball out. The ball going to break out to Ornamal Conroy. Tulloch, in fairness, are working very, very hard in his early stage. We're on the 21. Who's going to break out? He's going to break out to Quiva Castle. Oh, lovely pick up from Nicholas. A shot from Jennifer Nicholas. That's a tremendous start for Tulloch from the stick of Jennifer Nicholas. And look, in fairness to Tulloch, Pat, they're doing the right thing, they're intense, and they're keeping the pressure on the deal. Well, the work rate from Tulloch is superb, Leo, and they have they showed, showed all the attacking instincts so far. Very early days, two minutes gone. But Jennifer Nicholas, lovely pick up and score. Jennifer really just needs to actually shoot more often because she's, she's a fabulous athlete carries the ball very well, wins a lot of position and just needs to get her shooting right and that, that was a super point. And that ball comes in in around the square, law and power, her father Jim, he lauded it many day here in Dr. Daly Park with Tulla and for Clare and the ball comes out to the midfield, it comes out to Lord and Ryan, Lord and Ryan recycles the ball off to Costello, Costello, a trademark yellow helmet coming across, gives it back to O'Callaghan, O'Callaghan Ooh. goes direct, oh there's a chance inside, a chance in time for Annie Gilton, but power gets back and the ball, Amy Mack is coming across Amy Mack to Tulla cornerback, she had a two Oh, there's a chance here for a dear. Great hook there by the cornerback. The cornerback is Liam McInerney. A chance here, a shot. Go horror dress now. We're level begging off the stick of Ava Holland. Pat, this is a brilliant start to the Munster Championship semi final. Full blooded Leo. Uh, both sides attacking, and the defenders are doing the right to snuff it out. But in fairness, uh, you could say that the forwards have just maybe slightly hit, and we always want to see, especially in heavy conditions, like, you know, after a bad week and wet, wet weather and wet fortnight, I suppose, to see forwards, you know, getting get the chance to score makes the game that bit more exciting, not having a do it all back struggle all the time. And the ball is out with Kira Golden, but there's advantage coming to Kira Golden, a free in for Tuller. What can Tuller? It's one point all here. As we said, we thank our match sponsors, uh, Vaughan Supply Sheila up there, and all taking care of him. Matt Horton making early. A run across into the full back line there and Matt of course says he's upcoming nuptials to fellow selector Amy Borton here so here a free for Sinead Ilorna Parker as we said the sun shining here into the eyes of Lorena Lachlan in the first half here Sinead can she drop this one in around the danger area and she does she does well it's in around towards where Breedine puts up the paw but it's O'Callaghan who puts up the hand and pet this lady so Sophia O'Callaghan she's a Limerick centre back she's an Ashburn Cup player plenty of years of experience uh, uh, Leo look at the, just that safe fielding there you know that was really really impressive Sophia O'Callaghan is a top player we know that we've seen her at Limerick and uh, we know we're seeing her there and uh, she's someone that uh, Tullis certainly will have to put, give a lot of attention to or otherwise she'll dominate there in the centre of defence and here's a lady who's had a great year it's Leah Mac and <coughs> clears the ball out, comes out out towards Kira Golan, Golan doing well and she has a push in the back there I thought but there's a player, it looks like, is it, it looks like Liam McInerney has gone down there on the far side coming out to make make that challenge but Pat, you know, probably Tuller maybe were a bit apprehensive maybe coming in, in into the game but in fairness they have torn into it. They have torn into it and I suppose you know, in one way you can you can you can sit down and, and, and hang your head after the big defeat in the county final. But but having this fixture co- up, co- upcoming a uh, couple of weeks later probably focus the minds. And maybe after two or three days of of disappointment, maybe they should said, look, what, here's the chance to atone. Here's the chance to show our fans and they show fans further further afield in Tulla. You know what we're made of. And uh, I think the fact that Breedy Dine has started, even though she might be under a little bit of pressure with that injury, I think that's a confidence booster as well, Leo. And that's why I think the other girls have said, well, you know, we're going to tear into this game and. Uh, going to carry Breedy in if she can carry her if she can carry it herself but uh, obviously a long long way to go but conditions good the good thing is Leo the game isn't going to be decided by, by a horrible thunder shower or by a storm it's going to be decided probably by a better team on the day which is good yeah, and indeed also a boost for Tulla is that Ashton Connolly hasn't started uh, on the first 15 for a day 
either either and Hortes is taken by Avian Houlihan and I can remember a fellow playing for Limerick in goals he's a part of their, the Limerick senior backroom team is Timmy Houlihan there must yeah. be some connection there great ball clearance out by, by Lorna Power it comes out to Lord and Ryan Ryan this is a dangerous ball into going to test Lorraine oh Lorraine I tell you Lorraine is cool and and, and composed I tell you she was rough getting that ball out for a 45 and I did I think she did Lorraine has gone down to playing the, the dead soldier down there but I tell you Pat a dangerous ball hopping on the ground she, she does one where you couldn't really come or you know she had to well, be cool and you know Lorraine is cool there's no doubt about that she is but the, the goal areas are sticky to her the ball didn't bounce truly there so it's the ball bounced up into her into her hurley it kind of stuck, kind of half stuck on the ground half bounced a little bit and she didn't control it the first time so I think lucky enough to get away a throw in on their own 20 metre line in fairness it's going to be clear. to a great clearance out there by Ava McInerney out to Kira or out cleared out there by Vertulla by Ava McInerney and the ball comes out to Golan here's Golan and she's making tracks she, uh, Katie Clooney does a foot pass in but who's there? Callahan. Callahan goes low to the ground Callahan trying to come out for a dare but Tulla keep in the intensity she's been marked there by Sally Quinlevin Quinlevin not letting her out she's on her knees and it's about 30 metres from the Adair goal it's one point all here in Dr. Daly Bath but O'Callaghan is trying to come out Plague comes out past four or five uh, Tulla players she releases the ball to Kira Dunn Dunn gets it down lovely touch from Costco but an even better one from Anya Dynan this is going to be one of the battles the of the battles day, of the day. there's no doubt about it it's Anya against Quiva Quiva who's an outside chance of an Oster Sinead Conlon and Conlon bursts through there there a great ball in from Conlon in over the top to Bredeen Bredeen has a chance the ball breaks down Amy Mullins can Bredeen pick it up it's in there in there number 20 is in there for Tulla that's Sinead McNamara but it's cleared out by Amy Mullins Amy Mullins it comes out to Kira Golan a chance for Kira an unorthodox try for Kira Bredeen puts up the ball but it doesn't stick it comes to Aoife Dooley who scored two points in the intermediate replay down in the bridge can Aoife get a bit of space it's hard it's un it's uncompromising here it comes out it's the wing back Marie Butler coming out uh, for Adair and clears this ball out going to come out towards Ava McInerney Ava Ava going to be chased there and it comes back to the cornerback clear in into the middle looking for Kira Golan Golan has been busy in these early stages Jennifer Nicholas can she get her, her hand on another ball she opened the scoring here for Tulla she has it but the, he's lost in the challenge to Lauren Ryan and here comes Marie Butler for Adair I tell you it's all action here Anya Dynan and Costello let's fly and what a pick up by Gideon Ryan and Ryan puts the ball in in towards the corner it's back in towards Grace McNamara we're now joined by uh, Derek Dormer Derek Dormer who's in action it comes to Eva Dooley Dooley coming through for Tulla shortens the grip a shot from Dooley well unfortunately no. goes out to the right hand side and gone wide Pat it's tough it's uncompromising it's one point all. A one point all. Aoife probably could have taken on the ball a little bit more there. She stuck it nicely. She had lovely wrist, as we know, a beautiful striker of a ball. And uh, the wrong umpire moved there, unfortunately, uh, just left at her own side. So, uh, but the pressure from the back is intensely other. In, you know, the pitch is a little bit slower than it is in summer conditions. No question about it, even though it's an excellent condition. It is just a little bit slower. So, uh, it's just not as easy to make space for yourself. Yeah, and the ball breaks in. Oh, Gillian Ryan puts her hand on it again. She has started well for Tulla in the half back line. She's beaten by Kira Dunn. Dunn, and it's Callahan. This is the lady to have to stop and stop her at source. She gets the ball out here to Quiva Costello. Quiva Costello taking on Anya Dynan. She loses the hurry. I tell you, the referee, in fairness to him, it's months of championship and you don't expect anything soft. He's letting it go here in Dr. Daly Park. The ball is 70 metres out. Mul Conroy, oh the Mul Conroy. A hefty challenge. Great pull in the ground by Sally Quinlevin. But it's O'Callaghan coming out. She's been held up there by Casey Clue. And a free. 
I tell you one thing, this lady Callahan, I tell you one thing, she's so bleeding up, she is rising the crowd here. Now we, have, we have to say, Leo, she probably earned that free. She probably was entitled to another free one or two earlier in the game there. She's one of those players who just burst through tackles. But in fairness, the referee, he's been very straight, he's been very, very, very fair to both sides. Anything that isn't a clear free is not being given, and that's what we want to see. Yeah, 10 minutes gone, it's one point all. Free Jennifer Nicholas with the point uh, for for Tulla and any Gintonen with the point for a day or here's a free 80 metres out from the Tulla goal sun shining into eyes of Lorraine Lachlan 10 minutes gone it's Cuiva Costello her customary style and our left footed mm. left handed strike here she comes at this one this is going to drop around the danger this is a dangerous ball but it's gone it's gone out to the right hand side and gone wide but a tremendous strike from Costello just didn't have decoracy Pat yeah, she's a super striker from what we've seen her taking free from Limerick many, many occasions and usually she has the distance and mostly has the accuracy as well. Didn't on that occasion. Win not a factor, as we said. Conditions, as I said, as perfect as you could get for that. Was it the 5th or 6th of November? Is it the 5th of November, I think? Jennifer Nicholas now on the ball. They're the only scorer for Tullo so far. And off she goes, the man of a trademark uh, She takes on Hannah Sweeney and now she's going to take on Maeve Holland Nicholas. Let's fly in the crowd. But who's back there? <coughs> well, they're going to just have to put the, the, the cutters on this lady because Sophie Cannon is beginning to dictate. Guess the ball out to uh, Kira Ryan or Kira Dunn in the middle of the field. Kira Dunn going across, hits the ball down, down towards where it's going to be blocked. Anya Dynan got back into the pocket, but out came the corner forward. Quiver Castro goes to ground. Dynan going to pick it up for Tuller. She's been chased by Annie Giltonen over here on the far side. Dynan gets the ball out, but it comes back out and a free in. A foul by on Angie Giltonen. Uh, for Adair, another free in for Adair, Cueva Costa. Derek Dharma, you're welcome. I know you were at the Clandera. Aina, Gilmore, under 21. Uh, extra time, and you left. I had to leave with short look. I'm a commodity enthusiast. Call. I have to be here, support Tulla. Yeah, you're out in East Clare, and I suppose it was probably expected. Aina and Clandera not to choose between teams. And is you know, a flaking contest now, in fairness, to a couple of great scores, good goals. Uh, pitch was in great condition, huge crowd. Um, Look, I, I was sorry to leave it, but, you know... Duty uh, calls. Duty calls, and I'm in a, gro a grow for the old camogie, so, like, I'm here to support Tulla. And here's a free from Costa. It's a dangerous mm. one. He's gone to the left-hand side and gone wide. Good like score, score against Tulla one by the dear one. It's great to see a huge crowd. In fairness, uh, Derek, you know... Yeah. Munster Championship action, as we said, in East Clare. First time since the 1970s it was Munster Championship action. And I think St. Pinbells and Cork were the last team that were here against Nomark. And I, I, I stand to be corrected on that. But Lorraine O'Loughlin, who's had a great year for Tulla, pucks this one out. Out to the middle of the field where Kira Dunn goes up. Sinead Conlon. Sinead Conlon. And the ball goes off the stick of Sinead Conlon. Out over the, out over the sideline. And, you know, we must credit... Um, all I see Andy, Ray McInerney has, it's the first time Ray McInerney has been replaced as a linesman Andy McMahon who must have been officiating somewhere else um, has come in uh, to, take, to take his place Leo since Colin has nearly more freedom got in the first 10 or 12 minutes of this game than she got in the two matches against Castle Bellier with uh, Amy Wiley did such an unbelievably uh, marking her absolutely like glued the whole game what a line ball that is that's a line ball that's going all the way in, into a shot and goal Eddie Giltonen you took the balls out of her hope what a line ball from Castro, it deceived the full back line into the corner forward. Any Gilton, one one. This lady has got. She got inside the corner back. Liam McInerney and put the ball rifle it past um, 
Lorraine O'Loughlin and here 1-1 one, one, Tulla 1 point That was the quality of the live ball Leo and, 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 and Sinead, Sinead um, Collin had been lucky because she had chased down the ball won it but as she tried to make space for herself it just beat her to the sideline but Cuiva uh, Costler struck that ball just beautifully head high uh, a bit of ball from forward and was lobbing down from the sky and uh, Gilton then applied the finishing touch what she got that ball in her hand there was only one, end, one thing out what one result going to be from 7 or 8 6 maybe 6 yards and uh, that was goal so uh, advantage now uh, with uh, a but a free for Tulla let's see what they can do with this one yeah. 60, 68 metres out 70 what, metres out what can be the reply from Tulla they need a quick response if possible 13 min, 14 minutes mm. gone here in the first half in Dr Daly Park and here comes Sinead Conlon 75 metres from the Adair goal as we said Adair Menning with the goalkeeper Yvette Walsh down at your Keller's mill side here. Here comes Sinead. She struck the last one well. She strikes this one very well. Maybe into whatever Bree Preen was swinging. <laughs> but I tell you, O'Callaghan didn't take her eyes off the ball. And she clears the ball out here. Out to the wing forward, Carla Griffin. And you just sense, you just sense Pat that Adair are getting into their strike here. The difference between the teams is Sophia O'Callaghan. It's as simple as that. And I think that's gone in there in the, since the first couple of minutes when, when uh, Jennifer scored. I think that's gone in there since she's just dominated completely and she's finding a player each time. And away goes Costello. And here comes Costello. She's going to get her first score from play. Yeah. She gets her first score from play. Sinead Conlon just couldn't get the sight. The ball just wouldn't come up in the sticky conditions. And you can't give a player like Costello any 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 chance. She just put in that and rifled over the bar. Adair 1-2. Tulla 1 pine Pat. Yeah, I mean, as I said, we talked about Sophia Kelly and Cueva Costello is the other one. I should, if you were to pick out names before the game started, Leo, they'd be the first two you'd mention. Here's Costello again, a great field. What a shot from far out. Oh, I tell you one thing, Lorraine was backtracking there because yeah. that was that was edging towards the goals. Derek Dormery could have been very close to a lob, but it, it, yeah. it tailed out to the left-hand side at the last second. Yeah, thankfully, uh, look, it was a great pluck from the puck out. And it, look, she didn't stand in ceremony. She opened the shoulders and look, she looks a dangerous player. Yeah, it's time to deliver. Limerick senior player, Cueva Costello. That's a great puck out from Malachan looking for oh what a catch from Nicholas she went to the clouds for that one and here great ball quits the ball into the middle looking for looking for Sandy Quinlivan Sandy Quinlivan and O'Callaghan O'Callaghan is sticking to Sandy like a, like a group on the ball Sandy is uncompromising but here comes O'Callaghan and O'Callaghan with that pop pass and Costello just stands and delivers this is a dangerous one for Lorraine Lorraine does well Lorraine O'Loughlin that's brilliant goalkeeping for Lorraine O'Loughlin Lorna Power has to get it out. A shot, a goal for Adair. A goal for Adair. And that came from Poppy Giltonen. And I tell you yeah, one thing, the Giltonens like the back of the net up there. Two, two for Adair, one point for Tulla. And again, again, Pat O'Callaghan, Costello, stand and deliver, ball into the square. Lorena Lachlan couldn't do it. It was going in under the bear. She had to block it, you know, and... Of course, very well, in the, fairness, the, the, yeah. Her defence let her down. The and ball should be flaked out along the end line instead of looking, looking at it and trying to poke at it, you know. Flake it out of the way. Swarm around the, the, the would be attacker there and they, they allowed her to kick it in. Pat, economy of effort, Adair uh, had made the most of the position where the ball going into the total foot forward and the total foot forward line just is not uh, sticking in scores. And no. you're concerned here for Tulla now as Anya Dynan has picked up an injury 16 minutes. There's no doubt about it that Breedine is totally um, uncompromised uh, with, her, with, with her injury. She does yeah. not able to get the movement out there. And look at Kinnister for even playing at all. But of course, such is the determination and we know of, of Breedine. But a fit Breedine dining would make a big difference here. Uh, would her peak. She's one of the best forwards in the county, no question about it, Leah. She's strong and powerful as well and great pair of wrists. You know, the little fly on in and ball she gets, you know, she knows what the posts are. But look, it's important now, Pat, isn't it? It's just important yeah. to tell it. It's just regroup. Get a, get a point. In, get a point get or a score. two. Yeah. You know, goals will come in Camogie matches. Mm. You just got to keep persevere. Don't let the heads drop. I mean, you know, that second goal, 
Yeah, you know, it was a defensive it was a error. Like, yeah, it was yeah. available. You know, the first goal was a great line ball, but again, it could have been prevented. The exchange <coughs> is out here. There's nothing really in it. It's, you know, the middle third is a 50-50 battle. So it's not a lost cause by any means. Just settle down, get the next point. Yeah, That's get the next goal on the, the board. The difference is, I suppose, Tulla or Carriera managing to put pressure on Lorraine Lachlan in the goals. Tulla are not managing to put any pressure on, the, on, the, on the, their square at all. As I said, Breedy, Breedy is, is, is curtailed in there a bit, but the other forwards maybe just not getting on the ball. And, you know, testing out that goalie with a ball or two lobbing in and see what a break around the square for them as well so it's that's down an awful lot to Sophia Callan and Cuiva Costilla and boy those those two Giltoners I'm assuming those sisters might be wrong those two Giltoners as you said Leo they certainly know how to find the Union sack yeah they're fine um out in Aina Kilmona, referee Gerho, he insisted I said hello to the two. He insisted. Thank you, Gerro. Gerro, 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 of course. Gerro, he's a star of our, of our uh, programme, of our station. Hop, hop in the ball, and Gerro, you don't know about the sports programme, yeah. Gerro, to hop the ball, there's no doubt about that. There's a chat here between the Minters and the, and the referee and Anya Dynan, and I suppose they're checking to the well-being of Anya. It's for the grey reference, is it? Yes, his first, yeah. his first cousin, they go to the same barber. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes Lorraine O'Loughlin with the fuck out for Tulla. 2-2 for Adair, one pint for Tulla. Adair playing with like eight, whatever breeze is in the first half. The ball out to Jennifer Nicholas, one of the Tulla players, really playing very well. And the ball comes out to the middle field where Kira done. And Adair beginning to make hay. Kira, I tell you, she's, yeah. she, she's done a lot of travelling there. I know it's a long journey up from Adair. And but a free, she had Connor coming across to take it. We're gone 19 minutes here in the first half. Once again, we thank our match sponsor today, uh, Sheila Vaughan and Vaughan Supply up there in the main street in Tulla. And I tell you, Tulla could do with a supply of ball. Tulla could do with a supply of ball into their full form. I say, this is one that you'd be wondering if you could land in around the goalies, hand under the crossbar, and just see what would happen. Just see if it was probably is a top class keeper. This one test knows a little bit sharp, and let's see what happens. And the ball breaks in, it's going to come in. And all the Conroy has it for Tulla. Here's Mul Conroy. Oh, she threw it up and who's there? Oh, I tell you, know, I tell you, know, her brother Parik, I tell you, know, I think he often, swung, he often swung a bit queer in the Holland, but I always remember he got a goal above the minor B final from Moonyard. He's still talking about it. He had a great year for Tulla in the middle of the field, but I tell you, Orla was pulling a small bit, bit high there. I think Parik might, might have to do a bit of coaching, but look, she was. She was asking the question to did their defence and the answer. down and, and, and forced a penalty, maybe. Yeah, we felt the wind of that pull up here, Leo. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But look, it might be loose, but look it. She was letting them know she's around, and here's a lady we all know is around. It's Sophia Callahan. She pucks the ball out. Out. Oh, and a pick up, one handed pick up from Costello. Costello with a lovely major strike in over the top in here for Adair and the ball is going to break out to Avine, Avine Houlihan and the ball is there by uh, Poppy Giltonen Avine Houlihan Houlihan with Anya Dynan Dynan does well and the ball comes off the stick of the uh, Avine Houlihan out over the sideline line ball coming for Tulla Anya Dynan good to see her fully recovered and I tell you she didn't hold back on ceremony with that, with that, with that challenge there line ball Sinead Conlon going to take in the line ball for Tulla 20 minutes <coughs> gone here Adair 2 goals and 2 pints uh, Tulla 1 pint Sinead back in a wing back position here, right in front of the main uh, pavilion here. This beautiful pavilion here in Dr. Daly Park. Kinead hits, hits it low, but it goes to Costello. Costello goes to ground, looking for the free. She's indeed very close to it. Gawaneska, <coughs> Sinead Conlon, and I tell you, she beat five players there. But the ball, she needs support. In comes Gillian Ryan into support. Jennifer Nicholas is in. Sadie Quinlan is in, but Conlon, that's great play. Oh, but Andy McMahon put up the flag, you know. But Leo's Norsel, Sinead Collin is putting in a massive. 
Sorry. Go down and have a chat with Andy. You shouldn't have put up that play. They're going to say keep it down, Andy. Colin is putting in a massive shift, Leo, in fairness. And again, I suppose they do relate she's one of the top players because she is all the time marked. But what an effort she's making in this game to just get and get a bit spacious. Working her socks off and give me hope for her sake. You know that she will get a bit of freedom to maybe show us what she can do in a bit of space as the game goes on. Yeah, every time she goes near us, three or four, and here comes Costa. Oh, glad oh, she scored as good as she did the first one. And Giltonen, it's Giltonen, the goal scorer, and oh. he breaks out. Tell the other Papi Giltonen, the two goal, and push on on a giant, and he's that going to be free out. Oh. I tell you, the referee, I tell you, I like this referee. The liberal. He's, he's liberal to say, say that he's on your giant and trying to get out. There, and yeah. who comes out? Is it Ava McInerney? It's Amy McNamara, Jennifer Nicholas, Tullis, outstanding performer, out here to Kira Goland. Goland. And who's there? Only O'Callaghan. And O'Callaghan, I tell you, Pat, she is the player of the match here. She gives it out to Costello. Costello, she wants yeah. to get it on her left. And Sinead Conlon goes after a high pull there by Ava McInerney. And Sinead Miles goes out. But the free already, he had the hand up. It's a free in for a day. He had the hand up, but he had the hand up wrongly. It should have been a free out down here to Tulla. There was a push in the back below and in the Tulla square, all right, in fairness. There was. Into the ground. I mean, come but, uh, on. Where's this red from? We don't know. We're not too sure where he's from. We'll take him over. Knowledge on the on the on the on the program. We'll check him out. Look at he 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 has been fair to both sides. I think Eva McInerney is picking up an unwanted yellow card and a soft yellow card. Considering what has gone on before. Are we listeners in, in the pyramids this week? <laughs> they haven't called in yet, anyway. Okay, okay. But it's twenty-two minutes. Twenty-two minutes gone here, here in Doctor Daly Park. It's a dare two goals and two. It's Tulla zero one and. We're checking as to who the, the, the Rator is here, but we'll, we'll find out that no, in, 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 in due course. And indeed, the, the centre forward, Quiva Costello, is gone to ground. Gillian Ryan also gone to, on to ground in that follow up from that challenge, but uh, the referee had already given the free. Pat, what can Tully do uh, to, to, to get scores on the board? And taking from you know lack of effort because no. they're they're giving it absolutely everything. Well, you'll be wondering would there be any 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 uh, bit of a payoff in putting Shania Collin up inside? I know she's one of those athletic, strong players out the field that needed to win ball, but maybe if you like to Jennifer Nicklin and uh, and Gillian Ryan those might get ball into her because she's strong, she's good skill, she has a very great pace as well. Because Brady is opposite, as we said, curtailed. We're not repeating ourselves over and over. She's totally curtailed today. In her inner movement, so uh, we know she gets a half chance over the square to let fly on, she'll bury it. But um, you know, if you don't get the ball up there, it isn't going to happen. I will look at the baby Trinity Collin at least in the half forward line somewhere and just try and tell the other players work that ball up by hooker by crook up to her. But easier said than known who have the likes of Quiva Costa taking this free now and Sophie Kellen, who's to me the dominant player on the field, the outstanding player on the field so far. Yeah, 48 metre free for Quiva Costa, <coughs> straight in front of the goals. You know, you'd expect a striker of such quality. You know, and she goes through her, 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 her pre free taking routine. It doesn't deviate any any one bit. And here she comes with this free. Going to strike it left handed. Strikes it nonchalantly. Straight and through. Straight over the bar. A day or two goes in three. Tulla one point. Derek Thomas, this is their team. They're a, a formidable outfit. They are. They're very strong down the centre. Six, eight, nine, eleven. Do you know? And yeah, they're, they're very powerful. But. Tuller, it's not a lost cause yet. Like I mean, there's life in Tuller. They are trying. They just need to kind of push up a bit, press higher up the field, and uh, let some long ball in. Let some long ball in. I know Bradeen Dining is curtailed with her movement in there, but drop it high in, Leo. Drop it high in on top for, and you know, walk off the brakes. Yeah, the balls are probably just dropping that bit short, and God, I tell you, jumpers, what pet? The jumpers are having a chat here, and, and for a man that was letting the lot go, he's, he's doing a lot of technical stuff now. Umpires advising him something that was happening 90 meters away, so. Uh, I, I have no, I have no doubt that maybe 
there's a player and Bradeen is looking with her I, she looked very very guilty down there for my like and then the referee jumpers I tell you they've had nothing to do so I think they decided that they were going to call it in, into the action and indeed Bradeen yeah it's having all the Bradeen alright right. and, 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 and the full back it looks like is it Grace McNamara has gone down there it is Grace McNamara and Bradeen is being called to, to task by uh, the referee with say hello to all our listeners in London Brussels Limerick of course Limerick and all our Adair listeners uh, Kildare Gee, Cork, Galway and Dublin, Dublin and a car to be uh, for Brady she's checking like with the umpire yeah. like. <laughs> well I tell you in a, in a situation like that Pat you head full back yourself and it takes two to tango it takes two to tango and look at uh, no matter what happens none of us ever agree with the other yellow cards and we'll always question the linesman or the umpire or the whoever uh, give it away what's cause of reporting us no one likes to be told on Leo. You remember that from your schoolyard days? Go ahead, Pat. Fado, fado, Pat. But the ball is fucked out. The ball is out to Rayla Rockland and a free on Leah McInerney who broke the challenge. And indeed, the referee had a second word for Ibrahim. I think Ibrahim was giving him a bit of advice. 26 minutes gone <coughs> here in the first half in Dr. Daly Park. Just splendid Dr. Daly Park. And we've had a great year here in our first year here in Dr. Daly Park. And we thank everybody here. Uh, involved with Tulla, uh, Camogie and Holland Club for their uh, respect and courtesy they paid us here during the year. Uh, the free is hit out. Out towards uh, Lorna Power, who's now out on the middle field. Ginny and Ryan got back to mind the house. Kira Golan trying to get it. And here's Power. And Power gives the ball into Sally Quinlevin. Quinlevin, she takes a challenge of, of Sophie O'Callaghan. O'Callaghan is on the half back line. And they are get back in numbers. Is there with Kira Dunn. And the ball breaks to Sinead Conlon. And here goes Sinead. She has to make the breakthrough. Here's Sinead. A shot from Sinead. That's Exactly the score that Tulla needed. And in fairness to Sinead Conlon, for all the work she has gone through here in Dr. Daly Park, a very well deserved score. A dare two, three, Tulla two points, Pat. It's just what I was saying, Leo, five minutes ago. If we, if she could just get that bit of space to operate in, there she picked up a great ball and just made her way through. And of course, we know she has pace, so she just got away, got room enough to swing the hurley, and we know what she can do. Another three for Tulla here now. It'd be great if we could get another point or two before half time, Leo. You know, if they could score one, even two more points before half time, I think they go in with their tails up and say, we have a real chance in the second half. Of course, they have to stop conceding goals. That's a, that's a given. Yeah, and great play there by Anya Dynan at the heart of the Tulla defence, and she took on the change, <coughs> and she was pulled back Most by Carla Griffin. Landon Square, though. Not to let this ball out. Yes. Do you know? Do you think, think these balls are just dropping about maybe five, ten yards too well, far the, out? They need the freeze of that twin metres too far out for it. You know, the, yeah. the dangerous free in, in Camogie, I think, is 50, 55 metres out. You kind of miss it there now. Yeah, and the ball is hit, but it's won by Jennifer Nicholas. Kira Goland for Tulla. Jennifer Nicholas coming on the loop. She got the opening score here this Munster semi final here in Dr. Daly Park. Can she get a ball out? Goland trying to get it out for Tulla. Jennifer Nicholas, but it's Maeva Holland. Maeva Holland, and I know they're a dual club in the air, and she's using her football skills. The ball comes out. Who's going to get up? It's Nicholas trying to get it up for Tulla. But it's who else? Only Sophie O'Callaghan. And that's it. 3 1. Yeah. Derek, I'm not too sure what you can do in that situation as O'Callaghan hits it quick looking for Costello Gillian Ryan what a rob of steel as she gets out in front and O'Callaghan is back there again Jennifer Nicholas Jennifer Nicholas for Tulla coming through she puts the ball out to Sinead Conlon can Sinead get another one that's a great ball for Sinead Conlon can Bredeen get the ball on it yes. she has it Bredeen <coughs> she's turning up for left hand side oh and I tell you Bredeen Dynan that's brilliant play from Tulla and from Bredeen Dynan 
That's, that's what they want. That's great play by Jennifer Nicholas. We'll give it to Conlon. Jennifer Nicholas, Conlon broke the tackle. There are three players you want that will be chief scorer and she's for Tully, you think. And uh, there's another free one. We did say to gain another point. There's 28, the Darby's 29 minutes gone. Leo. We'll be, let's say, two or three minutes of injury time. But uh, great signs from Tully that they're making, they really want to put their best foot forward in this game and not to hand an easy victory away. Goal, yeah. Would you go for goal? Would you tell her Ooh. no? No, I wouldn't. Amy Mullins Probably gets the not. Brilliant could do anything. Scores on the board. You want to keep that scoreboard ticking over going into half time. You know, you don't want to give him any extra boost going in at half time. No, no, a goal, a goal would be so great. Look at us, just, just <laughs> staring at you like. Oh, they're there, but I tell you, there's a lot of bodies in there. But Pretty Diner has a brilliant strike of a ball. You know, the only thing is that left knee, I'd be worried about her, her you know, her standing foot and trying to get a proper strike. Amy Mullins picked up a yellow calf for that tackle. I think Pretty is just going to actually put this one over yeah, the, the bar. She's standing over, she's just going to tap it over. No, involved anyway. Oh, she could do, she could still go for it. But Pretty puts it over the bar. And they are two goals and three. <coughs> That's Tullet's uh, three points. Pat, that's two curves back to back for Tullet. That's exactly the response they want. It's just what they needed, Leo, because you know they couldn't make that gap go to eight, seven, eight, nine points. That's just not on in a, in a game against a team of this quality. And uh, they, they actually should be getting the, the next point now. I think there's going to be time if they can get Sinead Collins into it again or even Breedine again. That's what they have to do. Yeah, and the ball breaks out and all of Conroy, she is working her socks off. Jennifer Nicholas trying to get it up for Tulla, but it's Marie Butler. Butler gives it out here to the midfielder. The midfielder is Kira Dunn. Kira Dunn puts the ball into Poppy and here comes Poppy and the ball is going across uh, to the number to the Maeve O'Holland. O'Holland gets away from, from Lana Paul. Here's me. And here Avin Hoonahan lies with an intent. McInerney does well. She has to get it out. Tulla can't concede another goal. Lorraine Lockett. Lorraine coolness person. Oh Lorraine. What is she after doing inside? Lana Power, they have, they have to get it out. Oh, I tell you one oh thing. They are living dangerously up there, Derek. <laughs> the rain was probably as going to be too casual with that one. But once again, you're not getting a chance when the ball is in around there. They are there forward, they're following, they're not making it easy. No, he's straight into the danger zone. And in fairness, Lorena Lockham was the calmest person in Tulla. And a great free, a push on the back by Sinead Condon. And pass. Central to Tulla. Tulla have come into the game big time. It's Sinead Condon, Ilana Parker. Absolutely, Leo. She, I mean, in fairness for us, she, she, she'd be disappointed herself with the county final replay display herself. She knows, because I know she's very upset afterwards coming off the field, you can see. And that's just for Tulla alone, I think she was disappointed that she couldn't get going herself. But by heavens, in this half today, she has done an amount of work, a ton of work for Tulla. And she'll only be the class of times with any bit of space she gets. Here she is now again. Long, long, long replay. Great and that's strike. the best strike she's hit today. The ball goes down. Aoife Judy trying to get it for Tulla. Judy tries to get away. But who's there? They have to break this O'Callaghan. O'Callaghan. I tell you, she, she's liberal with the step. She's gone. And Andy puts up the head. <laughs> I, I tell you. And then talk about Sinead Conlon, you know, her, uh, her cousin got married to Dan Vaughan there and her mother, Marie, is very, very hoarse here in the stand today. Plenty of singing uh, there in, uh, over the week. The, well, the 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 but uh, Leo, you know, we always heard in the toilet here in the years and years, decades ago, that the, the, goal, the, the goals at the road in were the scoring goals. That's where all the action has been so far with Lorraine Lachlan and the full-back line there in trouble a few times. Let's hope it's the same in the second half. And the ball comes that quick line ball from me for Judy, but Sinead goes to go. Good That's ball. a great ball from Judy. Back out to Gideon Ryan. Can Gideon get possession? She does, and she puts it in. Into Jennifer Nicholas. Can Jennifer win it? Jennifer Nicholas, can she get up for Tulla? She has. She gets away from Ava Holland. Right. Here's Jennifer Nicholas. She's won. That's a tremendous yes. score from the sick of Jennifer Nicholas. Best goals aside. 
two treats for a day or four for Tulla. This is a tremendous Camogie performance from Tulla Camogie Club. Well, that's to concede as a two prevent, as they are correct, is a preventable goals. Good from, well taken from a, uh, their point of view, preventable from a Tulla point of view. What a great response to get those last three points on the rock ends of pressure. Gentlemen, Nicholas, again to me, Leo, I mentioned her before the, the final a good bit because I, I, knew, I knew of her circumstances and her mother would be playing before her development over the years. Uh, what a player she is and her skill levels are really, really improving as well as athleticism is unquestioned but her skills levels are really improved and for her to get two super points like that it's fantastic for Tullet today. And the ball, she did all about Conroy and all about Conroy and pull on Amy Mullins. I don't think there was anything anything intentional that's from all about Conroy, but it's a chance. One of those block downs, that's too, too, I suppose, too, too much, too much, too much brisk on it. They're a bit soft in a dare, Leo. And there, I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> three points in three minutes for Tullet, great response. Yeah, but here's a chance now for a dare and Cueva Costlo, 45 metre free, and your Tullet just have to stop, just when they got back into the game, you know, back to a two-score game. It will still be probably a two-score game after this one from Castro. I would imagine, Pat, that this is going to be the last action of Enkedla. Uh, two, three, almost 34. Yeah, four minutes of injury time will have gone, but there's another, obviously, this current injury now is is, uh, is going to make sure that we'll at least have probably another minute of action. So, you know, this ball is going to land around the 20-metre line, you'd imagine, and uh, with the way things have been going in the full-back line there a few times, there's a slight bit of jitters with those Giltonans around the place and Cueva Costa around the place and Maeve Holland and Ash and, and uh, and Griffin, Carl Griffin and those, um, you just don't want to be there too long. So, oh, what's well, about the free landed? Sorry, it's yeah. got it landed, so it's 45. Very scorable for Cueva uh, Costello, who probably be disappointed she has missed two frees already from slightly more difficult angles than this and maybe slightly longer out. But uh, this is a beaten drink to her on a normal day, Leo. Yeah, indeed. She's a beautiful striker of a ball at Cueva Costello. She burst on the scene with Limerick won done through intermediate championship under <coughs> the managership of Joe Clay there many years ago up there in Crow Park. And they were in the All Ireland qualifying this year, beaten by Waterford. And Costello just drives it straight and through. Brilliant. And two goals and four for a day. Uh, four points uh, for Tulla. The winners of this game will be playing either Killer from Kerry or Bricky Rangers from Waterford in the Munster final and this referee is enjoying himself and Dr. Teddy Park he's letting it go again and a great puck out oh, the best puck out that the rain he's all day <coughs> and the referee blows the fight over it's the end of the first half here in a very entertaining first half Derek Dahmer a day or two goals and four total four points the two goals the difference is on the former but different is on the former the two goals are the difference uh, look a day are very strong down the middle if Tully can keep it out the flanks and then pop it into the scoring zone down here as, as Pat said this is where all the action was in the first half this is where goals come, tend to come in Tully so all uh, hope is not lost you know and um, Tully can get a positive start look they hit three points in three minutes to finish the half if they can start three points in three minutes and start to the second half we'll have a rousing contest later. yeah and the, and the Bredin needs he, need, he lost her pretty in her own home machine. She's having, oh, she a, bore, huh? she's having another fucking letter. I think, I with think the, she was the... With, with the, with the, with the rare tour. She asked him, did he want a cup of tea? You know what I mean? She should have been friendly. Well, she maybe got involved in journalism and she's just doing an article on him and wanted an interview. Maybe that was what was going on. But uh, I think she's very, very unhappy with her account. Obviously, she must have felt something happened before uh, the umpires reported her for what happened. Obviously, maybe something happened with Grace McNamara now. We're not going to cast any expressions on Grace McNamara, who so far has been exemplary in her, in her play. But uh, whatever happened, uh, Reedine is unhappy. But I suppose when you're frustrated with injury, not holding you up from your normal movement as well, and you can't get into the game like you'd like, I suppose frustration comes to the top. And uh, look, at, we, we hope that square down there at the dressing room main road end will be as active. 
full of action in the second half because that's the case. Tuller will have goal chances and let's hope that's the case. But indeed, Petto, it is, you know, for me, I've seen Tuller three times this year. This has been Tuller's <coughs> best half an hour that they've played all year. You know, and you want your team to rise when, you get into, uh, when, you're, when the stakes are up into Munster Championship action. And in fairness to them, they have done that in spades. Absolutely. And I see Finton Mack is walking over there as well. So Finton will probably be able to explain afterwards. Uh, Finton, or, or analyst before there uh, during the era, and a good analyst, who is, of course, a top class referee as well. He's assisting today with the officials. But uh, yeah, Tullers will be very, very happy, I think, with the general performance. Uh, it's just that, uh, as I said, um, the Giltonans finished their goal chances when they came and uh, Tuller didn't create any real goal chance. Maybe Orlemol Conroy if he had just been able to as a dive forward at that ball. But, uh, you know, that's a good that's a good day their side and as their star players are performing very well. But so are the team's players. I didn't know much about beforehand. Um, <coughs> Kira Dunn there midfield looks lucid enough. Um, Emily Butler, the cornerback's tight enough there as well. So, um, look at it. It's all to play for. It's, a two, as you say, two pucks of a ball, Leo. And... Uh, We'll be hoping that Tulla will just get action down there in that square, but they're going to have, I think, to move. Uh, I think they have to move. They left the motion there, Colin, forward, Leo. Because she's the goal threat if she can get the ball there in the half forward line and burst in with it. She has that pace and she has that ability to carry it. But if that be the case, then you're, for Robert Peter, they Paul, the lads out in the middle of the field, the half back line, are going to have to deliver it in for Yeah, and indeed, as we're going to take our break here at <coughs> half time, and I see Matty and Ray are having a, a, a fair discussion over there on, 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 on the far side as the officials <coughs> make their way in to look at the pavilion and see what the surroundings are here and for their, their half-time brew. But as we take a break here at half-time, we take our man sponsor, Derek Credit Union, our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael on Construction, and once again, we thank Sheila Bohan and all the staff there at Bohan Supply for their match sponsorship, and we welcomed in for joining us here today in Dr. Daly Park. At half-time, it's a dare two goals and four. It's a ton of four points. Now we go over from Pat and Derek over to Uwe Lewis and, and the, the news. news. And you're welcome back here to Dr. Daly Park in Tulla for the second half of this Munster Junior Akmogi Championship semi-final. It has been cleared up. T.P. Sullivan of Tipperary, the, the rate of... Was he still eating sandwiches? <coughs> I tell you, we had, we had a good half-time, there's no doubt about that. Any change at throwing, we'll see as the match is about to start to see as is a T.P. referee about to throw in, in the ball. And as Derek, you found out uh, in, in, instead, T.P. is the brother of the former Scarpa Gunner <coughs> manager, now Tipperary, Junior Camogie manager, uh, David Sullivan. And we, get, we send our best wishes to David and, 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 and Kira and all there. So, as T.P. is about to throw in the ball, uh, Lorena Lachlan setting herself up here at the O'Callaghan's Mills End. It's 2-4 for a day, or four points or Tulla. Beautiful day here in Dr. Daly Park and the second half is on as Tulla attacking the goal to the road in and who's the, it's the same, same player who started the first half. Jennifer Nicholas, can she put the ball in towards Brady? She puts it into Kira Golan. Here's a chance for Tulla. Golan is going through. She gets a great ball off. Dooley, there's a chance for Tulla. Eva Dooley. A shot for me for Dooney. That's exactly what Tulla wanted. Two goals and four for there. I tell you, Pat, the goal was big in there for a second. It was. For, if the pass wasn't as lobbed and the, and the first touch was good. But uh, again, Jennifer Nicholas involved in everything good as Tuller's doing. Leo, young Jennifer Nicholas seems to be in, in the heart of it. The, the Leaving South student. And I tell you one thing, uh, she's not uh, she's not minding herself for the Leaving South today. She's turned into this game very, 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 very effective. And there she, it's, it's Gillian Ryan. And Ryan, Tuller could need a good half, second half from Gillian. The ball is broke out. Comes down here to the wing, down towards Annie Gilton. Annie Gilton is, is beaten by Leah McInerney. McInerney is playing well. And she gives it out to Ava McInerney, another lady playing well. 
The ball goes up. She made McNamara puts up the holy, but the ball breaks down to another lady playing well. It's Kira done for a dare, and she pushed the ball into Eddie Gilson. Eddie Gilson and, and Leah McInerney. McInerney. The ball. She made Conlon, but the ball comes to the midfielder, Lord and Ryan. She puts it into the corner towards Poppy Gilson. Poppy Gilson is a strong individual, and she turns Lauren a power. She puts the ball across for Kira Griffin. Kira Griffin or Kyla Griffin a shot, but that one goes out to the right hand side and gone wide. The score remains two four to five points. Jerry. Very impressed with Liam McInerney. They're very tigerish in the tackle. Twice she got a hook in, once got a blocking. That's great stuff. You know, if Tully can get another point or two, we'll be in for an epic contest. And the ball is poked out by Lorraine out to Jennifer Nicholas. Nicholas was slow going for it, but she recovers well and she gets it. Going to strike off her left hand side. She's given a tremendous performance. But the ball comes here to the lady who was the outstanding performer in the first half, Sophie Callahan. The ball down towards Anya Dine and Gilton. Uh, and it is Poppy Gilton and Anya Dine. Dine does very well. She He's been pulled back. Adventure's been accrued by the referee, but he's not. And the ball, Dinan, she's fighting tooth and nail. That's brilliant play by Anya Dinan, the taller centre back. And the ball comes out here to Ava McInerney. McInerney, he's blocked down. It's, oh, I tell you, the first half started in Titley, the second half is even more in Sinead Conlon for Tulla. Conlon doing very well. Coming up here along the stand side. She cuts in. Five of the young ladies around her. She's pushing back. Oh, yes. oh, oh. But there was nothing in that. No, no there was absolutely no. I think, I think in fairness to the idea, look at Sinead. Vinton Mack get the men there. TP is in. He I will think, just throw in the ball. I think you know, Vernon Finton played it, played it down truthfully because it was nothing. Now she did swing her hand a little bit. I'd say it only got within an inch of the front of the helmet, but she was a frozen for a Now Sinead has had experience enough to know she lost the free. She shouldn't have done it. But uh, I thought Finton there, his, his, his involvement was true and, and, and honest. And himself and Ashton Connolly, the former Gal- Galveston, now living in a dare. I tell you, they were having, they were having a, a laugh about it. But, you know, but can, them, can they rise it? Callahan has gone to ground again. I tell you, she's, everything that goes on, she's Tucking it and the ball, Jennifer Nicholas, Jennifer Nicholas and Lauren Ryan. And in there goes Katie or Sandy Quinnivan, Sandy Quinnivan. But here Great comes out Callahan, and here she comes out. And I tell you, I, she, she's liberal, I tell you, in fairness, him. Gillian Ryan, Gillian Ryan for Tuller, and the ball breaks out to Quiva, Costo, Costo, Costo coming on for. That's it, Quiva. Stop, I'm you know. not too sure. Maybe there was a, a slight push in the back to, yeah. to give the referee. You're being, you're being now very diplomatic. I know, in fairness, ref, Derek, to the referee, uh, he was right on the spot. The, probably, she was going to ground. She got a small bit the of The shoulder was, I suppose, was between the shoulder, shoulder and the uh, back of it. Was, look at Sometimes they're given, sometimes they're not, but I think the, the, the air crowd certainly were looking for it anyway, and I suppose. Well, you so won't, you won't just the way around. Word about Finton anymore, we know that. Uh, oh, fin- we know that, for sure he got it right. He got it right again. He didn't get this one right, he's right down there, he should have sent to the ref. I know, I, I, I can't can change the ref's mind on a free he's given, I'd say. But, no, uh, and in fairness, uh, and Eshing, Cully and Finton are getting to one of them quite well down there, but it's a free for Cueva Castle, an outstanding performer for club and county. Cueva Castle, this 40 metre free. 45 metre free, just out 10 metres in from the sideline here in front of the pavilion. Down towards the goal, down towards the middle, O'Callaghan's middle goals. Castro strikes it, she strikes it. Is it going to come inside the post? It comes inside the post. Two goals and five for a dare. Turn of five pints, four and a half minutes gone. And once again, we thank our match sponsors uh, here in uh, Tullet from 
Vaughan Supply and Sheila and all the staff we thank you thank her for joining us here you know, today uh, you know we, 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 you know the, the ref's decisions are one thing but the, the intensity of the play here in front of the stand getting the crowd involved as well the crowd here are as loud as I've heard them in Tuller for a long time because of the intensity these girls are giving it absolutely everything I know we can discuss and dispute linesmen or ref's calls but the intensity of the players is something else to oh, behold. Some players it's great are busy in there, aren't they? Yeah, busy men, yeah. I, I tell you, I thought the half-time tea, uh, a cup of tea might have kept him quiet, but there's a sub on for Tulla. It looks like he's an Avian. Looks like Avian Rochester is coming on uh, for for Tulla. Gillian Ryan and now uh, Poppy Gilton being being spoken to. And in fairness, I suppose to the, to the ref, he has to put, he has to put down, keep control, and I. He's a referee. I would like he lets he lets it go on on on, on both sides and. In fairness, Pat, he's been quite clear in his decisions. Well, the last thing you want to do here, the whistle every 15 seconds in the game, Leo, and that's not happening in fairness. Now, one or two decisions we question, but I think is what game hasn't gone by that we don't question a decision to do with the referee? Uh, but we don't have to make, we don't have to make decisions. Sinead McNamara, I think, Leo. Yeah, and Avian Rochard, who came on, you know, in, in, in the county final as well. We'll see where Avian, she's normally a forward midfielder. We'll see where she where she goes. She's going over, over towards the far side of the field. and. Andy, Andy is looking for a bit of bureaucracy there, and Andy McMahon, and indeed Avon is making her way into the forwards as Lorraine O'Loughlin with the Pokemon uh, for Tulla. I imagine she'll hit a torch in Conlon. Indeed, here she goes, out towards Sinead. Sinead has been busy. That's a great puck out from the keeper. And the ball broken down. It comes, he's broken down by Maeve Holland. And who comes it? Sinead Conlon, Gideon Ryan trying to get up. Sinead has it again, working her socks off for Tulla. Great ball in, or down towards uh, Sophie, Sophie O'Callaghan. Sophie O'Callaghan being chased by Sadie Quindlevin. They've made a battle of it. And, and I tell you, O'Callaghan, she swings it in the air, she's swinging it on the ground. Jennifer Nicholas and Maeve Marie Butler. And indeed, is it, is it, I think his steady Quinnivan is gone to ground. And in fairness to Kellahan, she's a, she's a strong, tough well, she's competitor. A, she's an embrace. No, first of all, she's full of class and quality, Lee, but she's also an embrace of player. She doesn't stand back from tackles. She doesn't stand back from tackling herself either. And uh, uh, one of those players, look, you want players like that in your team, Leo. How often have we said it? There are players in opposition teams that look very physical and maybe turn into it too much. But wouldn't you want them on your own side? And that's what we that's what we lack, maybe sometimes in clear teams. So in, uh, a, a super player. Indeed, the centre back for Limerick and unfortunately for Limerick in a, a, in the senior championship All Ireland quarter final this year against Watford. I thought unfairly uh, got uh, the sideline uh, from the referee just before half time, and I think it was a major turning point. And Watford went on and played very well against Cork in the All Ireland and All Ireland semi final uh, afterwards. And who, who to know what would have happened if Limerick had got through? But uh, Limerick, a common team, and this lady going to be central uh, to, to a lot of it. I saw, her playing, I saw yeah. her playing the forwards years ago in the Juno Camogie, and I said, How long is it going to take this lady to come through? But now she's taken on responsibility and she's at the heart of the defence. She, she is a super player, as, as we mentioned already. And, and rightly and rightly given every 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 credit and every praise she deserves one player I'd like to see totally get into the game Aoife Dooley she has a beautiful hand she's a fabulous striker of a ball fabulous first touch Leo uh, she hasn't got into the game yet you don't can she drive in a, can she get a net chance if the ball goes in often enough can she get in a, a chance to shake in that net uh, at some stage or, or throw it over a couple of points because uh, she's a player Tulla you know since she was very young and Tulla who had been scoring regularly for Tulla uh, just needs maybe get a bit more of a physical edge to her game but uh, you know you'll be hoping she will get a half chance or two as the second half develops but Tulla simply need to get that ball up and again it hasn't gone in far into the square since it started uh, you yeah, know, they need to get more ball. They need to get test out the goalie and see if the full back line is inside. If they're under pressure inside, they need to get ball into Julie and Brady. They're having to come out too far for it. Mm. It's a throw in here, uh, 60 meters out from the Adair goal. And, we, and once again, we say hello to all our Adair listeners tuned in, uh, joining in here. Here's a lady, Sinead Conlon, and the ball comes to McInerney. This lady's having a good outing for Tulla. 
trying to get it that's a great cross field ball Jennifer Nicholas does a chance for, for the ball and the run what a pick up there by the by the full back out of the corner back was Amy Mullins Amy Mullins gives the ball out to Lauren Ryan and Ryan is carrying through she now gets away from the challenge of Anna Dynan Dynan does well and I, I tell you, Adair, Adair not impressed with that decision. Oh. But I tell you, I thought Dinan just stood her ground and a quick free from Anya Dinan. Oh, she was aiming out oh, to God, Jennifer, right Jennifer, there, Jennifer Nicholas, the right Big idea. Free. But um, anyway, look, he, he wanted time to, to speak to the player. Uh, Jennifer Nicholas had the ball in her hand there from the 65 metre line and she was going to take on her player. But uh, still a free for Tulla. And it have to still credit Tulla with the heart and fight they're showing, Leo. Turn back there is Annie Gilson in to cover cover uh, Leah McInerney it's two goals and five to five points the ball in for Eva Judy but who's there again Oli O'Callaghan she's at the cold face of everything for Adair and now she's robbed by Eva Judy and Judy just delivers the ball in Carwell Breedine but oh, is there is the full back Grace McNamara I tell you Declan Hennan at his pump for the Limerick senior hurdlers from Adair wouldn't put up his hand like that when the catch went like that that Grace McNamara Hennan who has captained one of the greatest no. captains in the history Sinead Conlon that's the shot from Conlon that's the score of the late Derek Dober from the stick of Sinead Conlon 2-5 right there 6 points for Tulla a brilliant tackle by Conlon yeah and I thought she had no right to win and I just she just needs her more forward like that Leo she has the class we've said it before we'll say it again but I know you can't put all your good players forward but Tulla simply have to get their top players in within 45 metres Jennifer Nicholas Sinead Conlon Aoife Dooley getting involved in the game there now and Brady and let's see what happens I tell you Tulla are really turning into this game for Nicholas, yeah. it's for Dooley. You said, here's Dooley. Dooley burned down. She's gone into the 21. Eva Dooley and Dull. Eva Dooley. She turns off her left hand side. She's trying to get. She's been chased by two, if not three. She's pushed in the back oh. at that occasion. She's gone to ground. But Calder Griffin. And now Dooley is back there again. I tell you, they're tired bodies out there. They've given us 40 minutes of unbelievable action. It's Callahan. Callahan coming out. Robbed by Ornamal Conroy. But Conroy. Working her socks off there for Tulla over the far side. He comes out to Griffin and liberal hand pass pulled Ooh, by T.P. Yeah. Sullivan. <laughs> 40 minutes gone here in Dr. Taylor Park. I tell you, Pat, this is an intense a game as I've been at in many, many a day. Well, you know, look, we've been, we've been praising Camogie with the, 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 the new rules or the, the revamped rules there a few years ago to make it more free-flowing and physical uh, because these players are so fit and so strong nowadays. And here is, a, here is just the result of that, a top-quality game, full of intensity, full of skills as well. But I'll tell you, there's no time for much fancy stuff. The skills are there. When you perform the skills under the extent, extreme pressure, that's what makes a real game. And we have both today. We've got the skills and the pressure. Let's hope now. Let's hope that Breedy and Dining can tap this over at two, five to six points. This will make a real game of it if she can. It's a difficult free though, only three metres in from the sideline. Leo. Difficult free, three metres in, 35 metres out. Breedy strikes it well. In fact, she strikes it very, yeah. very well. Let's go hard on Dresnard. It's a day or two goals and five. That's 11. It's total seven points. It's all momentum. Derek, four all points, them. four points in different on the corner. All momentum is with Tuller. They've outscored him six points to two in 11 minutes. Yeah. Six fair points to two in 11 minutes. That's fair going. Yeah. And the puck out comes from every Walsh goes out the far side blocked down brilliantly by Jennifer Nicholas Dooley can she take on oh. she loses her footing hand passes the ball looking for Nicholas not the time to lose your footing can she no. get up again but it's Marie Butler Butler is robbed by Dooley and Gillian Ryan Gillian Ryan Tuller are just giving it absolutely everything in front of their home supporters oh. and Gillian just probably giving oh, it a small, bit, a small bit too much Aoife with a push in the back Aoife Dooley losing the footing there was a shame because everything was being done right and if she'd been able to stay on her feet I think Jennifer run, had made a run inside after Jennifer had flicked the tour first of all I think there was another score on there for Tulla. But look at, uh, you know, 
we're talking about the we're talking about November conditions after an awfully wet week. So losing your foot and shit will be a surprise at this time of the year as well. And look at the condition of Dr. Daly Pamto in fairness. It's in Brilliant. absolutely immaculate condition, as we keep saying. And Leo, it's so unusual to see a, a shadow of a stand going halfway out. Tell you, we were here for years looking at uh, the sun shining all the way through in the day, and here we have the stand, the shadow of a stand. But I'll tell you one thing: is is about the only thing that's dark about this stand. Everything else is about it is absolute luxury. And a great free from O'Callaghan, and she drives it down, looking for is Giltonen, Giltonen, and the ball goes to ground. It's Lorna Paul trying to get off for Tulla, but Costello has it for a dare. The danger woman, Tashik Dolishan, she hand passed the ball across. Is it going to be cut out by uh, Leah McInerney? McInerney does well. She stands up, Kira Dunn. Kira Dunn puts it back into Giltonen. It's Poppy Giltonen for a dare. A dare. She's trying to make. And she Yes, tremendous defence by Leah McInerney and Lorna Paul for Tulla. I tell you one thing, they're really turning back the clock. Lorna Paul. The attacker didn't fall, got the hand in, got stood her up, won the free. That's ah, tremendous stuff. Tuller coming around the field now, put one score over the board, bring it down to a goal. All the momentum's with Tuller, the crowd's getting excited. It's a great failure. It's a great failure, and Tuller can be absolutely proud of their efforts here. That's a great ball from Ryan. Gets it out here, just Kira Golan. Davian Roster trying to get on it for Tuller, but she's beaten by Kira Dunn. Kira Dunn, she's way out over the line. Now packed, now packed. But Finton kept the flag down. It comes back in here to Obviously the wing back. Hannah Sweeney. <laughs> Sweeney gets the ball out. And it's going to come to Maeve Hunter. Maeve Hunter is robbed by Ava McInerney. Conlon has it for Tulla. Great play for Janine Conlon. Throws a brilliant flick from Avian Rochard. Jennifer Nicholas. Oh. Jennifer Nicholas. Rochard kicks it through again. Avian trying to get it for Tulla. Callahan gets it. Sinead Conlon, brilliant pick up from Sinead Conlon. Oh, to Kira Golan. She gives it to Sinead. Sinead is on the knees. I tell you, she was playing at the wedding yesterday for, for Dan and Korea, but I tell you, she'd be, she's struggling now. She's given a massive shift. Sophia Callahan and a high challenge there from Sadie Quinlivan. But I tell you, Pat, Look at it's an absolutely epic contest here in Dr. Daly Park. And there's so much brilliant action in front of the stand here. And the crowd, as I said, Leo, are so involved. I hope our listeners can hear the atmosphere through the microphones. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. But there are, you know, the six or seven hundred people here, absolutely, you know, giving it loads uh, with excitement. And it's brilliant to watch. Sinead Conlon has, as I said, worked in her absolute socks after What a play, what a display she's given. Under pressure because they know she's one of the players to mark. But Tully are showing signs, Leo, that, you know, if just get that ball inside, get a couple of breaks, and they are, haven't dominated as much at all uh, in the last maybe 10 or 12 minutes of, of, of both half, of the last few minutes of the first half and indeed the first uh, few minutes of this half again. What, let's check what's gone. Is it uh, 15 minutes gone, of course? Yeah. have three frees converted mm. in 25 minutes, in, in 30 minutes actually. So that'll show the dominance of Tullis since the, since the opening quarter. And here's a free from one of the pair that has been dominant all through. It's, it's Sophie O'Callaghan. She hits it down to the 21. And here's another pair who's playing great stuff, Gillian Ryan. But the ball came off the stick of the air player. No, it came off the stick of Gillian Ryan. Out over the line, out over the sideline. So a line ball for Tullis. We thank our sponsors, Dale Credit Union. Our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael on Construction. And once again, we thank, say very, a big thank you to Sheila Vaughan and all the staff and Vaughan Supply for their main sponsorship here today in Dr. Daly Park. I don't like those line balls, Leo, from Cueva uh, Costello that have ca caused havoc twice already. Yeah, and uh, you know, from a sideline ball, the first goal came where she pitched it perfect. She's a good cut and she cuts it dangerously around that same area again. And it comes to Gilton. Brilliant save by the goalie. That's a great save by Lorena Lockton. Point blank save by the goalkeeper. Out to Poppy Gilton. Gilton turns. Great lockdown. Kentola. Could they get it out? It comes to Kira Dunn. Kira Dunn gives it out to Lauren Ryan. A shot from Ryan. For Holland Resnard. Two goals and six for the there. Seven points for Tuller. 
But Pat, we've seen everything today. Brilliant challenges, brilliant scores, brilliant goalkeeping. Ah, oh, that's super safe for Rare Lockton, Leo. I mean, what a level she's been to tell you. We've said it before, and, and this year, no less this year than any other year, but a brilliant, brilliant. A brilliant save from her, but those side lets him every single time. She just crossed that ball about just over head height, the real dangerous type of ball, and she gets it over the first couple of defenders, and once it's in towards the square, anything can happen. That's what led to the goal chance. So um, I know you can't you can't plan not to concede sidelines, but if you do within within 50 metres, Weaver Costa is going to cause Bet, that ball going into the. the Pet, she hadn't hit one bad side in the whole game. No, at a dangerous height. It's just the height you get. So not dropping down from the sky. They're going in, and you can forwards. They're forwards ball. Their first score in a half an hour from play. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yes, it yeah, first yeah. score in a half an hour since they got the goal. They had three frees. That's their first score from play in 30 minutes, Leo. I mean, Tulla have been rampant, dominant in the tackle. Give putting everything in the line. They just need the green flag. They need a break. They need a break. Yeah, they need a break. They need a break. And Kira Goland is a lady who has taken a break there. She has walked her socks off as well. Is she going off injured for, for Tulla? Is there a substitution coming on for Tulla? It looks like I would imagine Katie Clune will be entering the fair for Tulla. And indeed, it is. it is Katie Clune with her maroon helmet coming in on the far side in place of Kira Goland. 17, nearly 18 minutes gone. I would take, I, I would now go for broken. I put Shea Collin in around 20 meter line there in front of, of the uh, front of the action, and I would just say let's get the ball in by hooker by crew because she is dominant today. She has won more position than hardly any other player on the field, apart from maybe from from Sophia Callan. And um, I would take, the, I would take the chance because she'd have to run from two deep where she is. Uh, she's been marked now. I think by is it is it, is it Mary? Marie Butler. Marie, Marie, Marie Butler. Yeah. yeah. And Marie Butler isn't going to give her an inch. You can goal. see. Yeah. And that puck out comes from, from the rain <laughs> over the far side. On your dining, but it comes to Carla Griffin. Adair, Adair, and Adair beginning to push home. Here's Griffin. And Griffin is blocked down brilliantly by Anya Jainan, who's had a marvellous game at the Hampton to turn the defence. And here's Koslo. Koslo coming back. And she is back out to Koslo. A shot from Quiva Koslo. That's a top class score from the sick of Quiva Koslo as Adair hit for home. Adair, two goals and seven. Tulla, seven points, Pat. That's a class score. Yeah, if Quiva Costle is given a pan pass into Rand for 40 and 45 metres out from play, she just has the class to put it over. A super striker of a ball, As I said, she missed a couple of frees early on. They weren't easy ones, but by heavens, she showed her, her quality. She said, oh, what a, what a catch for Shalane Collin once again. Yeah, Shalane, it, go, it goes around. And there she's, she's being chased by four Adair players. It comes out to oh. Ava McInerney. And um. Ava, I think, unfortunately, Ava is pulled up. I thought she was doing the right thing. Um, I think Ava was. I think Ava could have been booked already. I'm not mistaken, but you know, Ava was just trying to break the challenge and TP. TP and indeed, well read, it is. Well read, Leo. It is well a red card. That's, not, and that's, that's harsh now. That's, that's, that's harsh because that's totally unintentional. Yeah. That's, that's and totally Ava McInerney, who has had a, a, an outstanding game for Tuller. That's this rule, Pat. This contentious rule. You know. Well, the letter of the law, she charged, but look, she was trying to make I her way When you charge, when you have, when you charge on purpose, you see a player in front of you and you go ahead first. But when you have momentum after getting the ball up and you don't even see what's in front of you, she took two steps, tried to go forward, didn't even see the player, crashed into Quiva uh, Costello, knocked her back, he gives a second hello. It's just unlucky. Fairness to the Camogie Association, they made the rules a few years ago, as Pat said, they changed it, and it's made for a way better game, more physical contest, but that rule is ridiculous and it has to be looked at. Yeah, it, it, it is a contentious rule, and that free from Costello goes 
in. And it's Poppy Gilton and Poppy is springing her step now. Gets the ball back out to who you'd want. It's Costello. She bypasses Sinead Conlon. A tired Sinead Conlon. But the ball comes back out. Out to the oh. midfielder. There's a great knockdown uh, for Tuller by Casey Clune who's in. Costello. Did she take too many steps? In fairness, she did take too many steps. And Casey Clune who's, you know, just introduced for Tuller. 50 minutes gone. Two goals and seven for Adair. Tuller, seven points. Those two goals in the first half from the Giltons. The difference between the sides. A free for Tuller. And going to be taken by Gideon Ryan. Can Gideon um, gain maybe a couple of yards of Finton bringing her back on, on, on the line? You know, oh, but want to have a chat with Finton afterwards. Here's a free for uh, Gideon. Gide- 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 off again. Gideon Ryan, uh, he he's liberal. <laughs> fairness him, he's liberal. Does not allow it. Finton won the top officials in the game. Gideon Ryan, that's a tremendous strike from Ryan. Gets the ball in, in over the top. Oh. But does uh, they have players back and that's cleared out. Sinead Conlon goes to the clouds, but it comes out. Is it Butler? Indeed it is. It's Emily Butler. <coughs> Emily Butler puts the ball down where two ton of players go. And here's Leah McInerney. Great play by Leah McInerney. Out to Anya Dynan. Dynan is beaten, but the ball comes to Lauren Ryan. Or Kira Dunn. Dunn puts it in. In towards Poppy Gilton and, and Lauren Power. Here come Adair as they hit for home. Poppy Gilton. A lovely one-handed pass to Annie Gilton. I think it was sister to sister. It comes Annie goes on the ball. Been chased by Leah McInerney. McInerney has been jogging the cornerback all day. Did nah, have been fouled? Defender, in fairness, Derek Thomas, she's been one of the tallest top performers Absolutely. today. Absolutely, she's putting the body in, getting the hurling, getting the flick, yep. doing what she has to do to make sure the attacker doesn't pick up possession. Great work, and that's that's not just her first time doing it, Leo. She's doing it all day. Gideon Ryan with the free. Is Gideon Ryan going to be a taller going to go for broke and shove up the players into the attack? Ryan, I tell you one thing, they could have maybe brought her out to take the freeze in the first half. She's striking with. He goes in over the head of Sophie O'Callaghan. But who's back there? Only the wing back. Marie Butler, a lovely player. Down towards Costello. Costello and Dynan. Oh, and I tell you, yeah. out to Jennifer Nicholas. Jennifer Nicholas. And uh, the ball breaks in. It comes in to Annie Gilson. Gilson puts the ball into the sister. And the four is Poppy. Poppy gets out. Is she going to return the pass? She puts it in towards Lorraine. Lorraine stands like any goalkeeper at the side of the post. And the ball goes to the left hand side and gone wide. Two seven to seven points. Lorraine O'Loughlin with the Pokemon. The Tuller hits it out. Looking for Eva Judy. Judy breaks the challenge of Emily Butler. Can Judy get it up? She gets it up for Tuller. She puts the ball into the middle towards Casey Clune. A direct ball maybe would have been a better option. But they're, they're down the player inside. Judy wins it back for Tuller. Jennifer Nicholas has gone loose. Brilliant skill from Judy. Gets the ball into Katie. Katie Clune trying to kick it out of the out, out of the rock. The rock, shall we say? And there'll be rocks in in the Aviva later on. But I tell you, some of the tackles are here in Tulla today. Have, we have, have had some in fierce intensity. The ball comes out to Carla Griffin. Griffin gives it out. Looking here for the, the midfielder. That's a crunching tackle from Anya Dynan. Quiva Costello comes in for a dare. But Dynan breaks out that tackle oh, and ground hurling up towards Jennifer Nicholas. But who's there? Sophie O'Callaghan went to ground. She got a heavy challenge from Jennifer Nicholas. Great but she still actually. breaks the tackle. This is a tremendous performance from O'Callaghan. A lovely watch oh, in Ryan swung there and didn't stand on ceremony. It comes to Costello. Costello going away. Costello for a dare. She's got into the 21. Poppy Gintland gone. She gives the pawn pass into Poppy Gintland. A shot, Gintland. A shot. Gohara and Rasnon. In fairness, Pat, that is probably the score of the day here in Dr. Daily Pal.
started with Sophia Callahan. Yeah. Walks up, TP had the hand up, gave the advantage. A day or two goes in it. Tuller seven points, six Sheer minutes to go. Sheer persistence, Leo, and sheer ability. I mean, Jennifer Nicholas put enormous pressure on on, uh, so on Costello for a, a long period over there. Costello broke all the tackles and got the ball in. And, and, and the, the, the Tuller fans still pressurised, still pressurised, still did their chasing. Uh, I think to Sally Quindleman did enormous chasing back as well. Despite all the hard rope by Tuller, still put over the bar and uh, you know class is class and look what you have to admire the opposition are good you have to admire them but here's one player you have to admire Sinead Conlon outstanding for Tony yeah she's worked her socks off and the ball comes out who's there only this lady the scuba door Sophia Callahan, my player of the game here in Dr. Daly Park. Hits the ball into space. Out for Poppy Gilton and then Poppy has a spring in her step and she pops around and pops the ball in but she's Lock. blocked down. She goes again and she's trying to get away. Lord of power. Tremendous defending by the Tuller full back. Out around the wing back position now on a free. On the dining one taking this one. They have to, five minutes to go here on Dr. Daly Park. Will the throw... All the bodies up and push on to see can they get match winning scores. It's two goals and eight for Adair. Seven points for Tuller. Dynan goes up towards the corner looking for Eva Judy. Judy has her hand on this one. She's off on the far side looking for Breedine. She puts the ball back into Conlon. Conlon drops the ball on this occasion but she recovers well and Tarshan in Conlon and Dolly Stark. Good Ian Cool. A shot from Conlon. That's Super a score. score. We talk about the score of the day before that. That's definitely one of the best scores in Dr. Daly Park. From a tremendous player, Sinead Conlon. Adair, two goals and eight. Tuller eight points and Tuller Derek Dormer they're not thrown in the towel no absolutely not Leo but uh, with five to go they're going to need a green flag if not two they're going to have to throw caution to the wind they're down six you might as well be beaten by ten like Conlon in, 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 in full the only hope now they have and the ball, the yeah. here's the ball out to Annie Gilson and who's there whenever you see Annie Gilson you see Leah McInerney but here comes Costello coming out from her wing far position the far position drives the ball down can Dine and stand and deliver she blocks the ball down she he does well. Dynan does brilliantly. Takes the challenge. Oh, and a high challenge there. And I tell you one thing, if if Ava McInerney got a card, surely Maeve Holland and we don't advocate. Indeed, he is, uh, he is, he is taking the name. There's Gillian Ryan to take this free. They should shove him up. Drive him up Tuller and Gillian Ryan is making her way into the Adair half of the field. Anya Dynan. It's two goals and eight for Adair. It's eight points for Tuller. Vaughan Supply is our mess sponsor. And Anya Dynan about to supply this ball up for Tuller and their intermediate team in this Munster semi-final. She strikes it well. She strikes it very well. Down around the 30 metres. Can Brady and get a hand in it? But who's there again? That one and only Sophie O'Callaghan. She gets the ball out to Marie Butler. Marie Butler. And is picked up by Sadie Clune or Sadie Quinlivan in the middle of the field for Tuller. Being hounded by three Adair players. Who's going to come out? And he's picked up there by... Marie Butler for Adair, a lovely stylish player to Gillian Ryan. Can Ryan stand? She stands and she delivers. And the ball, Bredeen tried. Oh, I tell you, Bredeen was winding there for a shot. And she talked and didn't uh -oh. see. <laughs> and TP is having a word with Bredeen. It's ridiculous, it's ridiculous if he gives another card for this. It's ridiculous. He's having a word. I say she'll she get. has to go. If he's, he's going to. If he's having a word, no, he he'll, 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 he'll give her a warning. He's going to yeah. give her the final warning. I think this is his fourth time talking in the first, the second half, and <laughs> that's quite a feat. That's quite a feat for Bridine. She's not. Bridine, good woman. Tap him, tap him on the back and work away. Impress him up to the. Yeah, tap him on the back and work away. Petrol roughing good at that. And here's a free, 40 meters out from their own goals. Sophie O'Kellen in no particular hurry. 57 and a half minutes gone here in a very, very entertaining Munster Junior Camogie Championship semi-final. 
Tuller have done the club and Kerr Camogie proud here in Dr. Daly Park. That ball comes down to Costello, goes off the stick. I think off Gideon Ryan, out over the line. Fintan doesn't seem to be sure. Fintan is giving it to Tuller. Oh, I tell you. Oh, Pat Hall is redeemed with Fintan. Quiver Costello throws her. Once Derek is happy, we're all happy. Fintan. TP, TP, now he's having one with Quiver. I think, in fairness, Quiver did right because that ball was went off the hole of Gideon Ryan. But the referee and linesman just couldn't decide. And in fairness, look at give it a home way, whatever it is. And ball, Lorna Power with this sideline bar for Tuller. She cuts it, cuts it, where it is cut out by a very, very impressive Marie Butler. Marie Butler, she cuts it with a fleek pass, but it's going to be cut out for Tuller. And it's cleared out. Out here, out to the middle field, where Carlo Griffin gives it out to Annie Gilson. That was cleared by uh, Liam McInerney again. And the ball comes in for Tuller. Gillian Ryan, a lady who has given a torch in display uh, for Tuller, which is free. Can Tuller take this down the final straight? Gillian Ryan hits the ball up. Bridine, can she put the hand up? It's blocked out by Sophia Callahan. And it's Butler, there's Amy Mullins, a very, very tidy cornerback for a dare. Out here, 30 metres out. Amy Mullins being held up by Bridine Dynan. She's robbed by Sandy Quinlivan. And the ball breaks into Orla Mulconry. Orla, can she pick it up? That's a tremendous challenge by Lauren Ryan. Mulconry, she needs support. She's fouled. Free in for Tuller. Mulconry doing excellent. Has to be lobbed in. Has to be lobbed in. Can the engineer a goal and bring it into extra time, injury time, with only one score game? Who's going to take it? It's blasting operations. It looks like, is it Breedine Dynan? 30 metres. Breedine Dynan. Derek, she has to go for it. Oh, she does, yeah. She has to. And uh, just try, if she can just float in under the crossbar, the right day. And I suppose there's no play but the energy to make a run because uh, a day are not in Doverly alert. Look, they have no players left or right if it was a runner. 19. Sora Kakari is on for Tulla and a very, very tired Ornum Hulkadri going off for Tulla. She has given it her absolute all there at the end of Tulla attack. And Barely may have been cross, able to cross take her out. Is the best is blasting operations. It's a hard one. Bredeen, she strikes it for the top of the other back. Oh, and I tell you, she wasn't far away. Oh, away I he tell you, Bredeen wasn't far away with that one. That's a tremendous <coughs> strike. A day or two goals and eight. Tulla, nine points. Edward Walsh, who had been had a quiet game, in but no Le- particular hurry to fuck this in all, Pat. Leo, especially we didn't see Lee reading RP because that's a great skill to be able to strike a ball from 30 metres at the crossbar, five, you know, the crossbar out and goes only an inch over it. You know, that was, that's beautiful striking. I thought it four, he signalled Derek, but my eyesight wouldn't be as good as yours. And the ball is fucked out, out to Hannah Sweeney. Oh, Sweeney with a lovely pass. She finds Maeva Holland. Maeva Holland is tackled by Avian Rochard. Rochard does well for Tulla and the ball is out. Good and he's yeah. Liam McInerney there. McInerney has been tremendous at the half the Tuller defence. She's there with three of their players. Jennifer Nicholas. Tuller could do with Jennifer. Conan in for it. Sinead Conlon is being pulled back. She goes to ground. Sinead, where's the support for Tuller? Oh, that's a high challenge. It's clear out all over the line. Van Finton, prop that flag, Finton. Another great decision by Finton. Jennifer Nicholas. Jennifer has a leg injury. Top, top, top official pass. And a line ball coming in for Tulla and there's words. I tell you, there's a couple of inches coming very close to another over there. Matty Horton, the Tulla, uh, co banished door, Ashley Connolly, and there's a man in a red coat. And I tell you, one thing, the pleasantries haven't gone down to win. It's tense here in Dr. Daly Park. Very strange, no idea of substitution. None. No, depending. Is there a penalty limited? I don't know they're given the, they for, the 40 players named anyway but uh, that doesn't say everything else was but I don't see, 40, I don't see Matt is having serious words with the ref now it's very friendly in a friendly mm. way nothing nothing uh, vicious or anything but they're having a big chat I don't see 25 subs over there for a day but no, I tell you Dynan is going off uh, for Tulla we'll see who's coming on Breedine in fairness has given look at she done her very very best in very very limited circumstances and you know in fairness 
because she's given her all. 13 for a day. I got here, look here. And here comes Gillian Ryan. This is the lady I would have put up into the forwards earlier. That's a ball from Gillian. That's a dangerous ball. Swing at it. Oh. But inside it's the full back. Good full back. I tell you one thing, that lady, she, oh, she's gone to ground. She got a hefty challenge there from Sarah Kankari. And the referee goes in. But well, I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing, Pat. Grace Curry is the lady in command number 23. But I tell you the full back, Grace McNamara. I tell you those are Wayne McNamara used testing to back for, for many years ago for a day on a tremendous man who played Hurland for Limerick. I wonder if any connection. He often took balls out of the sky. But I tell you one thing, Grace McNamara has... She's a very good fullback. Uh, she's three, a great fullback. Full but yeah. in fairness to, to this Adele team, Pat, Every one of them are comfortable on the ball. They're a very good Holland team, Pat. Yeah, I mean, we have to look at sorry. We, we have to. We have to be. I know. I know, I know obviously, skills. we're East Clare uh, Station and we support our own, uh, obviously. But we have to admire the quality in the opposition. And this is their team, very, very, very effective. They had their lulls in the game, and that's that's down to Tullus' heart and determination and fighting spirits. But uh, they're very, very classy. What a spine they have on that team. But the players on the wings and the corners will all comfortable, as you said, comfortable on the ball. So um, you know. Uh, uh, some, some super players on the Adair team and uh, you know they look like a team could take be serious beating in this championship and indeed Derek I'm going to ask you the question they are now uh, as we speak of um, we're going to talk about the intermediate replay but this arguably has been Tuller's best performance I think all year including the two intermediate finals but we look at Claire Casabellier who couldn't play in the uh, Munster Junior Championship due to being amalgamation how do you think they would have done here today Derek? It would have been interesting. Um, I, I, I think they, they could have won. And I, 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 it would have been really close. I, I think that rule has to, I think it's ridiculous that Clarence and It's nothing against Tulla. I mean, this is the rule, and Tulla deserved their place. They're, they were beaten in the county final. But you know, you have the banner going down there to carry today, beaten in the junior quarter final. I mean, it's just crazy rule. Let the amalgamated sides play. I mean, just come on, like, you know. Yeah, I suppose it can, op it, it, it can open up a debate in for something else. And here's a debate that we don't have with Sophie O'Callaghan. She has been probably, I suppose, Pat, in my view, yeah, the best player on the pitch today. Oh, a player of the game. Look, it was obvious from the first, uh, well, the first 60 seconds. That's the defending union in both the end and the other side. Sinead Collin, Castle, obviously, her class is unquestionable. But, I mean, they're all opinions. Sinead Collin, from my point of view, also on the other side. Jennifer Nicholas, at times, as well. Liam McInerney, a cornerback. Liam McInerney, a cornerback. Brilliant. And here, here's the ball out to a lady who's had a, a, a big influence, Poppy Gilson, her goal in the first half. Crucial, she hits the ball into Carla Griffin. Griffin being chased by Anya Dynan. And up, oh, oh, and I tell you, I, I tell you, Quiva Costler was on the run there. And I think Quiva knew quite well that there was a foul hand pass given by Carla Griffin because she ran about 20 yards before she decided to come back. TP Sullivan lets the game go here. And Ryan, here's Gillian Ryan, Ryan, another player. Yeah. And yeah. that's a tremendous free from Ryan. I tell you, if they had hit, maybe given her the freeze. The far side left Sinead Collin in, and the ball comes to Sorica Curry to Eva Judy. Judy is beaten by another brilliant player. In, and here's that full back, <laughs> Grace McNamara, out now from the comfort. He comes out to Sorica oh, Curry. Curry, ground hurling. They, have, they were good at ground hurling here in Tulla. And the ball comes to the midfielder, Lauren Ryan. She's blocked down by Eva Judy. Sorica Curry in there. Judy has it for Tulla. She's trying to take on. She pops the ball out to Sinead Conlon. A shot from Sinead. He's at the last. A shot from Sinead Conlon, gone out to the left-hand side Definitely and gone wide, a tire different say, yeah. from Sinead Conlon who has given her all for the Carrollton goal of Tulla. I would imagine we're in the final seconds of this Munster Junior Camogie semi-final. Tulla, nine points, a day or two goals and eight. TP is waiting for the ball to go to ground. And the ball comes out to Anya Dynan. Anya Dynan to Sorokin Curry. Quiva Costa over there. It comes to Eva Dooley. 
another lady who has played very well for Tulla, Judy. She just stands and delivers. Oh. And the ball comes into Katie Clune. But he comes in and it's Kira Dunn, who has gone through an amount of work Ilana Parker for Adair to Carla Griffin. Carla Griffin, Adair making their way to the Munster final. Carla Griffin and Leah McInerney. Griffin has it and she gets it, puts the ball up in. But it's blocked down by, I don't know, how this lady is staying going. Gillian Ryan out to the middle of the field. Out it comes to Sandy Quinnivan. Sandy puts it back. We want a big one from Lorna. Lorna Power for Tulla. She's crossed the road 65. That's a great ball from Power. But who's oh. it going down to? Oh. Callahan. She has missed one. She's human. She has <laughs> missed one. But she goes back to get the ball for Adair. And here goes the full-time whistle in Dr. Daly Park and Tulla. And the end of a most entertaining intense, exciting Munster Junior Kamogi semi-final and you can see by how t by the bodies as they go to ground very very tired bodies here in Dr. Daly Park the victory goes to the Dimerick champions of Adair they may have problem finishing their, finishing their senior championship but I tell you one thing they have no problem with their junior championship the intermediate junior championship and Adair march on to the Munster Junior Camogie semi-final where they will play kill out of Kerry or Bricky Rangers of Waterford and we wish them the very very best on that we wish all we thank all the Adair people for tuning in and listening and thank the supporters for coming to Dr. Daly Park and we wish them a safe journey home and the best look in the Munster final but at the end of the day Pat McNamara the two goals in the first half were the different either the former. Shanae and different the only organourists and uh, yes, look at congrats to Adair. The better team won on the day. The better team normally wins on the day, and in this case, they were the better team. But it was a ma fine margins, Leo. I thought Tulla. You know, today could be the making of this Tulla squad. Do you know why? Because okay, in the Clare Championship, you're playing the teams you know and with rivals locally like Whitegate or are they are next year again and all these other intermediate teams they will be you know playing teams that know they've been set out but to play a team today with you know a few top class Limerick inter-county inter players and players are not, they hadn't uh, played before I think brings monotone and to play so well the heart they showed Leo shows that the savage pride in, in that bunch of girls but uh, today the two goals were the difference on the scoreline well they weren't quite uh, there's 2-8 to 9 so it's 5 points in it um, but uh, Tolla will get an awful lot of today's game but congrats to Adair I thought the displays of good player of the players we've mentioned the two main players but Marie Butler was another one I'd pick out there uh, Grace uh, McNamara at fullback Grace well. McNamara at fullback 100% right the two Giltonins I hadn't known much about both of them just players who made the ball stick and were always a threat on the ball with two goals you know two goals in a game like this in, tight, in, in, a, tight, in a tight game in wintry conditions two goals is an awful lot of, a, a lot of scores uh, look at a very, very good game. Enormously, yet another top-class camo game we've enjoyed here. Full of intensity, full of heart, full of drive. And it shows women's sport was on the up and women's camo is certainly on the up because the intensity and physicality of the game combined with the skills shown means, you know, you know it's, it's really a great spectator sport nowadays. And uh, uh, well reft in general, we think, by, by GP, I should say. Uh, yeah, so uh, all in all, uh, a, a very enjoyable game. Congrats to the best to look to them in, in, the, in, the, in the final. And uh, But I think Tuller will be a force to be reckoned before too long, Leo. And indeed, Derek, we must confirm the management of Tulla. You know, we were talking to Ray Stewart the other night on Sportsline, or today, earlier on. He said they had a hard job uh, getting themselves up after the first week, which is understandable after losing the county final. But I tell you one thing, they've done a tremendous job in getting the players, and the players have done a tremendous job in coming back, in fighting like they did. And of course, playing in your home venue, it was always going to give you, you know, you, you, the pride of Tulla here was going to stand through. And they were, you know, they gave it their all for, for the Claritin Gold. And the people have 
of Tulla and Clare can be very proud of Tulla's performance here today. Absolutely, Leo. Look, it was a fantastic occasion. Huge crowd, uh, great pitch, great atmosphere. There was very, very little between the sides because the way I look at the game, Leo, is... 2-8 to 9, that's 10 scores for Adair, 9 scores for Tulla. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, there were two goals. The one of them was fortuitous. There was nothing in this as a contest for 65, 66 minutes that the referee played. Tulla gave everything that they could possibly give. They had great performances from several players all over the field. And look, Berdeen was carrying an injury, so they weren't at their full best. But um, yeah, you alluded to earlier on, I think that was their best performance. I saw a lot of them in the Intermediate Championship. And far better today than they were in the Six Mile Bridge in the Intermediate Replay. And not you know, trying to rub salt into it, but far better performance today. Full of guile, full of wit, full of enthusiasm, full of intensity. And you know, for me, Liam McInerney back there, cornerback, epitomised everything. Yes, there was <coughs> fancier players who who take the headlines, but I God, she put the hurley in, she put the leg in, she put the head, the head in. in. She just did everything that she could do for Tulla. It's a great day for him. Look, they'll learn from it. Um, Pat said, great to be playing someone from another county, great to get that experience. And, you know, they're a young side and um, they'll be looking at next and year's also, and, and, and Derek, they also lost Ava McInerney, unfortunately, to a red card. And she was having a tremendous yeah. game as well. To the south, to the south. Very, very harsh red card. Yeah, very harsh red card. There's no doubt about that. Look, that's the first of our, our, our uh, Camogie Championship games Will in East Clare. tonight with tomorrow, Leo? Uh, just... Derek, I obviously ah. don't worry. <laughs> but, um, First of our Munster Championship Camogie games here in East Clare this weekend. We're going from Tulla uh, to Gunlow uh, tomorrow, Derek. Scala for Gunlow back on the, the Munster Championship trail, taking on the Cork representative Southfields. Scarif Ogunlaw unbeaten in two years of Munster Club action. Overwhelming favourites. The king, the queen pins of Munster, <laughs> and tomorrow will be no differently. I know you say it'll be close, and it might will be, but this team just know how to win. And I went against him in the county final because you and me convinced they hadn't enough work done. So, you know, that's the one and only time I got it wrong with Scarfa Gunlow in, 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 in three years. So, I stuck with him, though. Know, you know, now, Pat, you're the politician. I, you know. Look, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll be down and going to nice and early tomorrow. I hope you have the tea ready, Leo, and it'll be a great day. Indeed, and you, indeed, before we take our leave here from Dr. Tilly Park, we must thank uh, Tulla Globe uh, here and the, the people here in the pavilion for looking after us with tea and, and the biscuits. And of course, some of you got, got buns as well. But look, uh, Pat, Pat had a whole host of sandwiches. I tell you, there was a crowd out there. I, I tell you, and there's a, there, I tell you, they're going looking after the teams and, in fairness. He's sandwiches in his pocket for Finton. <laughs> uh, but Pat, we're looking forward to tomorrow's game. You know, Big time. Today was a good Munster Championship game. Much of the same tomorrow, Pat. Yeah, and I suppose you're talking about maybe two different things in the sense that Tulla came in here having lost the final heavily enough to the replay Clackastle Valley and just hard enough to pick it up. I suppose the first week they weren't going to pick themselves up. Second week, preparing for this, yes, uh, would be getting their heads together and physically as well. But Scarif, I'm going to look in after a superb display in that county final against True Clonera, a highly fancy True Clonera. I fancied them all myself as to being second best team in the county and that they would really, really test Scarif for in the final. But I always thought Scarif for was just the experience of winning Leo big matches and Munster championships, I think that's, that, that affects your head in just 10 minutes to go in a game. You point down a point up, you know to see it out. Tomorrow, a different test altogether. The Sarsfields team that's been written up by a lot of people, including Linda Millerick, I think, who was a fair judge. I know she'd be writing up the Cork women anyway, but uh, the Rebelettes, but um, I think they're coming here with a fair reputation of being very promising. The they weren't, I agree with you, but it's, you know, you're, ta you're talking about pitches there full of all Ireland Sea in the middle. So. Seven, 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 all Ireland Sea in the middle is down there. But I'm 
Carver Gunlin know, as Pat just said, yeah. they know how to win, Leo. And what we'll have tomorrow now, and there's no disrespect, there's a huge gulf in class and quality between intermediate and senior. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow will be the creme de la creme stuff. Yeah, and we look, we look forward to that. We look forward to that. And Jerry and Pat, thanks for your contribution here in Dr. Daly Park at the Tulla under 21s. And I see some of the intermediate hurlers yeah, making their way out there. A great win under the, the managership of Brian Quinn in the under 21 championship last week again, Bellier. So, look at good to see him back out again. And look, we thank you everyone for tuning in today here on Scarabay Community Radio, uh, wherever you tuned in. As we said, we wish our dear people a safe journey home. We thank, I mean, in the control tower, we thank Jim Collins once again on his own, kept the whole show going on the road here in Dr. Daly Park. We thank our mass sponsors, their credit union, our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction and our main sponsor here today, Sheila Vaughan and Vaughan Supply above and Tuller. We thank you very much for helping us and taking part here with us in Dr. Daly Park. So, as we take our leave here from Dr. Daly Park, a dare move on to the Munster Junior Camogie final and a scoreline of a dare two goals and eight, Tuller nine points. Familia Dial and all in Dr. Daly Park is Bannock Day, August Lawn.